say, thank you, Michael. You're the best. And she's like, thank you, Michael. You're the best. And I'm like, fuck you, Michael. You're, you're the, the worst. worst. Anyways. <laughs> I hate this man. I hate this man. <laughs> <sighs> Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going? How have you been? I've started the past two podcasts by being like, back for more pleasure, back for more pain. <laughs> and I'm like, is there something going on with me that I'm not <laughs> investigating? It's all the One Tree Hill. It's really yeah. uh, throwing you for a loop, you know? Mm-hmm. But we're back. Yes. Coming fresh off a, a guest episode, mm-hmm. getting back to basics before we have some very spicy stuff coming in April. Oh, so yeah. Get psyched. Another theme month. Uh, we will keep it under wraps for now, but we will reveal it yes. soon. I hope you guys listened to the last episode because the tea that was scalding. Oh, my. <laughs> we would have gotten a I was going to make a joke about burning tea causing a lawsuit, but I'm literally like, please don't sue us. Oh, okay. Or what yeah, we revealed. Please, please um, the reps of Harry Styles, the Sprouse Chins, uh, whoever, whoever else, else was us. the last Femid on our podcast. Yeah. BBC is about to come for come for our asses. Yeah. Oh my gosh, guys! If you don't want to miss out on these spicy, spicy stories, you have to subscribe. You can subscribe on Spotify, yes. on um, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all the platforms. Yes, totally. And while you're there, I think you should definitely rate, review, and subscribe. That'd be pretty awesome. It'd be pretty tight if you did that. Um, Yeah, not going to lie. The reviews make my day. They're so, so sweet, and we love to hear it. It just makes us want to put on the best podcast possible, and it's just really nice. Um, thing to do yeah we've also got like a lot of dms recently which has been so sweet so if you're looking to dm us you can follow us on instagram it's movies that raised us you can also follow us on twitter it's mtru underscore pod and our tiktok is really popping off it's yes at movies that raised us pod we have a lot of amazing clips that christina puts together from the episodes we have some skits like some scenes um (laughs) yeah we have over 3,000 followers on TikTok, guys. It, I'm not kidding when I say it's popping. Yeah. So you definitely want to follow us. And if you have a movie recommendation, mm-hmm. if you're looking for advice, you oh, just want to yeah. know, get back to basics and send an email, you can email us at moviesthatraisedus at gmail.com. Yeah. We love, love, love an email. Type mm-hmm. out to your heart's content and send that baby over unless it's hate mail we have to do a love line (laughs) episode oh yes we gotta we gotta so if you if you have something to say yeah send send it over do you need advice with your love life we'll try to help we'll talk about it on the pod i am not qualified but i will do my best so (laughs) (laughs) um before we start we also want to shout out our lovely partners little lady baby Uh, yes Guys, their clothes are so cute. It's a retro-inspired boutique. They have a storefront in um, Newport, Rhode Island. Super cute. Mm. And their clothes are like groovy, vintage vibes. But like Mm -hmm. if you're like, I'm just trying to go for a cool dress-down t-shirt, they have a really cute shirt that says, stay groovy. Um, There's one that's like, I'd rather be 
thrifting and I'm like same Same. yeah (laughs) yeah and they also have a new collection that's dropping on April 2nd Mm -hmm. actually and it's like pinup like vintage style cartoons that looks like it's an Instagram post and it's adorable I will probably be purchasing one but if you're looking to shop with them they have an online store and the link is in our bio so definitely check it out it's in the show notes and you're supporting an independent women-owned business Mm -hmm. and also supporting an independent women-owned podcast so it's win-win yes we appreciate your support and we're all out here helping each other it's a big old community when you buy from little lady baby you're helping us create the content that you love yes shall we head into our reviews this week we have two super sweet reviews yes the first one is from unironic plant parent you said that you like to listen when you were like doing your chores at the end of the day kind of unwinding so we thought the perfect chore soundtrack would be strut by the cheetah girls okay oh my god such a good song you know what i'm saying you're like getting the energy but you're also feeling like empowered you're feeling good about yourself yeah you can have like a little dance break as you're like scrubbing your shower oh yeah it's a whole vibe and shout out to peru to all our listeners from peru yes Next up, we have a review from Pro Choice Forever. We decided to go with something that was really fun, really mm-hmm. upbeat, because in your review, you talked about how much you love the pod. So we decided to go with Come On Over, Baby by Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Really fun song, super high energy. You get those great, like, late 90s pop where it was like Christina. Britney, Madonna, owning the scene. So I hope that you're able to walk down the street today, listen to Come On Over Baby, because you are the main character. Say it again, Christina. You are the main character. Yes. The energy on the pod today. (laughs) Christina and I had a little vent session before. (laughs) Yes. Feeling much better. Yeah. I have a cocktail that is now almost finished, but... I'm feeling good. But yeah, thank you so much for the reviews. We appreciate it so much. Mm -hmm. If you would like a shout out in the next episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and we will pick the song that plays in the 2000s movie montage of your life. Yes. And if you want a specific song or want to tell us a little bit more about yourself, um, just let us know Mm -hmm. in the DMs and we'll be sure to look out for that review. Definitely. All right. Shall we head into today's movie? I think that we should. The 2003 dance movie (laughs) classic, Uh, Uh, uh. uh. Honey Baby. Hell yeah. This is our first dance movie, I guess. Yeah. We have to do Step Up soon. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But yeah, I really liked Honey when I was a kid. I I liked dance movies, even though I was never like a dancer first. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm an actor, but I did take a lot of dance classes. Yeah. I'm trying to think about the first time I saw this movie, and I feel like I probably saw it on, like, MTV when they were playing, like, you know how they had those grittier movies? It would be, like, 8 Mile, Honey. Right. Yeah. Especially because that was kind of the music, right? Totally. Yeah, matched up. Yeah, I can't remember exactly when I first saw it, but I do remember being, like, a Latin queen Mm -hmm. go off. But when we saw it this time, we were, like, really confused because – it seems like both of the the actors who play her parents are black. And I don't know if that was like they meant to cast like a woman as Honey who is black. Yeah, I did. I did a little digging on the internet mm-hmm. and there's been like a lot of 
a discourse about how Honey was originally supposed to be Aaliyah. Yeah. But then the director came out and was like, actually, that's not true. She was never approached. We wanted Beyonce. Which would have been awesome. Yeah. And Beyonce, like, was going to do it. She was on board. But the shoot dates conflicted with her tour dates. Mm -hmm. So she had to walk away. And then they went up Jessica Alba, who had also auditioned. But, yeah, it's kind of unclear if they're trying to be, like, Jessica Alba is just, like, a light-skinned black woman in this movie. Very odd to me. I never questioned it. I just thought that her parents were also Hispanic or uh, Latin. Yeah, it's... It's unclear, so we we don't really know. And it's also hard to know with the internet because, like... Yeah, for sure. It's all conjecture at this point. Mm -hmm. This movie came out so long ago, but... But we can confirm a huge part of this movie is Lil Romeo. Oh, my God. And I was so excited to see him because (laughs) I remember watching Romeo on Nickelodeon when he had his show. Yeah. With the same um, kid who plays Raymond as his little brother. Yeah, adorable children. I've never seen that show. I don't think that it was airing, or maybe like I got to Singapore after it already finished mm-hmm. um, when I finally had TV again. But I do remember like that era of Nickelodeon where it yeah. was like the brothers Garcia and Life with Derek were like back to back. It's a great time. Yeah, they had some really good, just like down to earth kids being kids. Yeah. I love kids being kids. Just yeah, natural, weird stuff that people get into. Not like a heightened reality where your babysitter is um, the Debbie principal. Ryan. I don't know. Yeah, literally. <laughs> where your fucking babysitter is Debbie Ryan. I feel like, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but like they don't do like kids shows like they used to. Yeah, definitely. Like nobody's fucking normal. It's like fucking dog with a blog, but yeah. that's not even recent. Like that, I don't think that show's still happening. I don't even know what's on anymore. I don't know what's on anymore. <laughs> but anyways, back to Honey. Yeah. Dancing was bad. Oh, I, I did read that um, Jessica Alba did train like six hours a day for three months. In preparation for this movie. I don't even see her dance a lot in this movie. I see her do short combinations Mm -hmm. or like eight counts, but I don't really, you don't really see her do like a whole dance routine or anything. No, not really. Yeah. Like, I don't think she's like bad. She's just like, she's not a dancer. Like, that's fine because she's an actress. So like, she doesn't have to be, but then, you know. Hire someone else. Yeah. (laughs) If only Beyonce was available. That would be so fucking cool get brandy how old was brandy oh my gosh yeah yeah she would have been like early 20s yeah. jessica alba was only 22 when they shot this sounds like a great time sounds like a, she just you knew she could do it like she was in yeah. cinderella that was a huge hit put her on screen again baby yeah that would have been an excellent choice um they also have made three subsequent honey films mm-hmm. I can't comment too much on them, but I assume they just degrade in quality. Yeah, I have not watched any of them. I do know that the second one has uh, Kat Graham, who is on The Vampire Diaries, which I am currently rewatching, mm-hmm. And the third one has Cassie. And the fourth one, the girl, I don't remember her name, but she is from Empire. And I think she's also a musician as well. And that one came out in like 2018. So very recent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the dancing is just like... I mean, we'll we'll talk yeah, about we'll it a little bit more as it as it goes on. 
Um, but we did watch a clip just to compare of like, you know, dance movies of the time. We did watch the Juilliard oh. audition scene from Save the Last Dance featuring Julia Stiles. That ain't oh. it, as the kids would yeah. say. <laughs> that ain't it. All right, shall we dive in? Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get on into it. So we start off, we hear the song, Ooh Wee, which is also featured heavily in Hitch. <laughs> yeah. We meet Jessica Alba, a.k.a. Miss Honey Daniels. She is like this hot bartender waitress in this New York City club, except it's actually shot in Toronto. Is but- it? Yes. As is everything. <laughs> we only do movies that pretend to take place in New York, and they're actually... Yeah. Guys, I'm actually in Toronto. I lied to you about living in New York. And you know what? As somebody who lived in New York and now lives in Toronto, this shit does not feel like New York, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Chicago, but I feel like Chicago and Toronto would have similar vibes. Mm-hmm. But Toronto is like a city, so it's easy to masquerade it as New York in film. Um, but yeah, they're in this giant club. It's called Overdrive. People are dancing. It's like hip hop music. Everyone is simply vibing. And that is when Honey's friend Gina arrives to the club and she's like, hey, like, when are you getting off your shift? It's time for us to dance. And, you know, they meet these guys at the bar. Honey gives them all free drinks. And her and Gina head off to the dance floor. And I'm like, what a sweet gig. You get to drink for free. And then you're like, you're done. You can go and dance in the club and then go home. Yeah. And she's like, this job is the only reason we get to dance for free. And I'm like, wait, like a cover, do you mean? Or do you get to dance here, like perform here? I I assume she means a cover. Yeah. So they go over to the dance floor and they like walk over, see Katrina, who is set up to be her enemy. Honey like signals over to the DJ and he's like, here's a new track for you. Like, they're tight <laughs> with each other. And yeah. there is a circle. Like, people start circling up around her. Yeah, Katrina is pissed off. The attention isn't on her. And Honey just, like, goes in. She, like, dances. Shows her move. She does, like, mm-hmm. she's using a lot of levels. And yeah. meanwhile, some guy is filming her on his, like, little camcorder. So after Gina and Honey are like walking through the club and Gina is telling Honey like how talented she is Mm -hmm. and like how she should be famous when they physically bump into Katrina and Gina is like, you owe me an apology. But Katrina is like, I don't apologize to section eight, no rhythm having club hoes. Pretty wild thing to say. Yeah. And she's like, people actually pay me to dance. And I'm like, who? Because she isn't good. But I was reading that this actress is actually the choreographer yeah. of the movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think that on Wikipedia I'd read the movie was actually about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have this whole altercation. Gina ends up like grabbing her weave and they kind of like start to fight before they both get like pulled apart. And Honey and Gina start leaving the club and Honey is like, this is my job. Like you can't be fighting. But like they end up laughing it off and they leave the club. Yeah. And um, I'm not really sure why they try to make Jessica Alba look like she, like, grew up in poverty. Yeah. Maybe the character did, but, like, when you see her parents' house later, I'm like, it looks very nice. Um, You have a beautiful apartment. (laughs) 
her apartment looks great to me. I'm like, oh my God, you have this studio that you are able to afford and you have a separate like area for your bedroom. Yeah, what? In New York? What? At 22? And a dog? Are you kidding? Yeah. A dog, you don't walk enough, okay? <laughs> but they go in the alley behind the club and little Romeo, aka Benny, and some of his um, friends, they're all hanging out, break dancing. Honey applauds them and she's like, that was hot. And... <laughs> There's, like, this weird comment about how their mom is quite absent from their life and, like, they basically don't really have any parents, which if you're breakdancing behind a club at night, like, I'm assuming there's some lack of guardianship. Right. So Honey invites them to her hip-hop class at the center and Benny is like, are you kidding? This center? I'm not a nerd. Oh, my God. But little cute little Raymond is like, I'd love to go to your class. So cute. And then management is like, get out of here. So they have to clear out of the alley. We cut to Honey's dance class that she teaches at the community center. She has a little flirty eye contact with one of the basketball players there. Very steamy eye contact. Yes. And, you know, she starts her class. Everybody's like doing the choreography until this one girl trips and falls. And Honey helps her up. And she's like, it doesn't matter how you mess up just keep counting and then shows like her whole class how to turn the fall like into a dance move then they put it in the choreography so as they're dancing the kids from the alley roll in they are blasting music Mm -hmm. on their boom box it's very obnoxious but they are children so what are you gonna do honey has the boys go to the back row and watch her as she like breaks down the choreography but the guys don't take it seriously one of them tries to show Honey up with a move, and everyone's like, oh. Ooh. So the boys get their boon box back on their shoulder, <laughs> and they roll out. But the little kid, Raymond, he's like, you know, those guys just want to show off. And Honey's like, you know, take care of yourself. And they leave. So then after class, Honey runs into her mom in the locker room, Mrs. Daniels. And her mom is like, oh my God, why can't you just teach ballet at a nice uptown studio? All right. And Honey's like, people love my hip hop class. And her mom's like, but it doesn't pay. Like, you should go out and see the world. And I'm like, why are you so mad that your daughter like wants to teach youths how to dance? Like, that's great. I'd do something good. But Honey's dad comes in. He's like, uh... Don't mind your mother. And Honey asks if he can drop her off at a video audition in Midtown. And he's like, of course. So Honey gets in line for this audition. She waits in a really long line. Classic open call shit in New York. And finally she gets to the front. They ask her who she's represented by. And she's like, "Um, at the moment, like, no one. And he's like, sorry, sweetie. The open auditions ended at noon. And he turns her away. So she doesn't even get to audition. Horrible. So then Honey goes to her third job, which is working at the record store, Crazy Louie's. That's where she works with Gina. And she's watching, like, the TV. And it's a Missy Elliott video. And she tells Gina, like, I should be up there dancing with her. Like, I could do that. And Gina's like, yeah, you should. But sometimes you got to start in the back door if you want to get to the front. I like Gina. I think she's a really good friend. Oh, totally. So cut to Alice Productions. <laughs> the guy who was filming at the club with his little camcorder, still mm-hmm. on his hand, by the way. I don't know what this dude's <laughs> up to, but. It's glued to his hand yeah. the entire movie. <laughs> 
He plays the footage from the club the other night, and it's of Katrina, but this white man. This white man. (laughs) These white men are dangerous. Is Michael Ellis himself comes over and he's like, wait, who's that? Who's that girl? And he has them rewind it to get a better look. Oh my gosh, who do you think the girl is? It's Honey. Of course. So then we're back at the club. Honey and Gina are drinking at the bar when Mr. Michael Ellis comes up to them. He's just like, are you a dancer? (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, I would be like, I'm about to be human trafficked. You get your pepper spray out. Yeah, I would be like, get the fuck away from me. But she's like, yeah, I'm a dancer. And he's like, I want you to dance for like my music video. And she's like, LOL, you want me to fucking take off my clothes for you is what you want, sir. And so she walks away with Gina. And then he's like, no, I'm a video director. Like I had this shoot next week. And she's like, yeah, every guy's a video director when they want some booty. Like you just want me to shake my ass for your camera? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, they really go in on him. They're like, fuck you, fuck your family, fuck your generation. (laughs) So he's like, you know, maybe we can talk about it in the VIP lounge. But Honey is still like, this guy's a scammer. He's a con artist. Yeah. Then he goes on to explain that he shot the music video for Jadakiss. And then he introduces himself as Michael Alice. And they're like, oh, shit. Why wouldn't you lead with that? Yes. Why not just introduce yourself like, first? Be like, here's my card. Here's my ID. Like anything. Just instead of being like, are you a dancer? Mm-hmm. Do you want to dance for my music? Do you want to like, dance? See? <laughs> I'm going to make you a star. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives her his card finally. And he's like, I want to, you know, audition you for this video. Call me. So the next day. She's with Gina and they huddle her on the phone and she calls Michael and like totally gets brushed off by yeah. the receptionist. And she's like, can I speak to Michael Ellis? And they're like, he's not available. He'll call you back. And she's like, don't you need my number? So she gives her number. But Gina's like, ooh, that's not a good sign. Sorry, girl, that sucks. Yeah. She's clearly super bummed. Cut to the center. Honey teaches her class and... The basketball from the court just happens to make (gasps) its way into her little studio area. Oh, my God. And Chaz is like, come on, take a break, play some ball. Uh, (laughs) I love Chaz. But Honey's stressed out. She's having a moment. And then after class, Honey mops up. And Raymond hangs out with her, cute little Raymond. And he says he really loves her class. And she's like, well, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be around to teach you. Meanwhile, just to get this in your brain cells, this chick is 22. Yeah. When I was 22, yeah, I would be happy to even have that job (laughs) teaching dance. Yeah. Yeah. So then we follow Raymond. He goes to like this deli where he meets up with Benny, but he immediately like shoes him out. And he's like, you don't be here right now. Go away. And that's when we see a car approaching. Mm. And it's this guy named Otis. Or BB. unclear and yeah it's unclear they're like it's otis but then later on his name is bb i guess i don't know but he's like a drug dealer essentially Mm -hmm. and benny and like his friends go out and meet him and they like you know exchange money exchange goods and like now benny and his friends are like dealing for this guy benny is like 11 yeah he's like a it's he's like a young child Mm -hmm. yeah 
So Honey gets home from work that day and she checks her answering machine, a message from her father, a message from Gina, and a message from (gasps) Michael Ellis. Oh my God. Whoa. He says they start shooting in two days and he gives her a number to call for all of the info. She's booked and blessed. Next thing we know, Honey is at the video shoot. Yes. It's very chaotic. She immediately gets ushered into hair and makeup. Afterwards, she's like in the bathroom taking a moment to like compose herself. It is her like first ever gig, so. And a pretty big one. Yeah, but she handles it like a pro. And she looks super hot. They like oiled her up. They gave her fake nails. Yeah. I mean, her body is insane. It's crazy. But yeah, she goes out to the soundstage where they're like already filming, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm like, and they you also tell like, her to get there late. Like, what's up? Yeah, and they like didn't have any rehearsals. Like, they didn't teach her the choreography. They were just like, yeah, just like show up. We'll put you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's like standing by the stage and just kind of like watching them do the choreography and like picking it up. And that's when Michael yells, cut. He says that the choreo is just like not working. Mm-hmm. Something's missing. And he tells the choreographer that they look too choreographed. And that's when he spots Honey like dancing by the side of the stage. And he's like, oh my God, Honey, baby girl, come over here. I want you to work with the dancers. And the choreographer is like, excuse <laughs> me? Who in the fuck? <laughs> this is simply not how it works. The choreographer's the eyes <laughs> pop out of her head. Yeah. So Honey gets on stage. They have her just jump into the choreography. And she manages to get like most of it. She's like, I'll know it all next time. I'm like, sweetie, you <laughs> just got here. I don't yeah. even. I'm, I wouldn't even be where you are right now. No. So Michael yells cut and pulls Honey up to the front of the stage. And he's like, I just want you to pretend like you're in the club. Like just dance to the music. And oh my god! Like, okay, and she pulls up another dancer <laughs> to like assist her and like whisper something in his ear for a hot sec, and then the music plays and she kind of like dances on him for a little, but then does her like own thing and has her has the guy kind of like hype her up and yeah, do this yeah. like accentuating choreography. And Michael just loves it. He's like eating it up with a spoon. He's like, it's sexy. Like everyone, follow her. Then they bring Jadakiss up and shoot the video. What? One and done. <laughs> one one take wonder, baby. Yeah. Then at the end of the shoot, they're like getting all the close-ups. Michael and Honey chat and he's like, so, you available next week? And Honey's like, oh my God. Oh my God. All my dreams are coming true. Yeah. So that night, Honey takes Gina and like their other friends out to dinner. She's treating them with her new paycheck. And they're kind of talking about Gina's 25th birthday, which is coming up and how they should do something big. You know, they talk about how they're going to go to Atlantic City. And that's when Chaz, aka the basketball (gasps) player from the center, comes in with his friends. And uh, him and Honey have some eye contact. Yes, they do. And Gina's like, he's fine, which he is. <laughs> which he is. Can confirm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that's when they notice Honey is dancing on TV in the Jadakiss music video. The turnaround yes. is uh, <laughs> insane. Mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, oh, my God, you're, like, officially a video girl. She's, like, right front and center. Mm-hmm. Then we go to, like, the deli where – Raymond and Benny are watching Honey on TV, and Benny notices that she used one of his moves. Yeah. 
So the next day, Benny and his crew approach Honey. They call her a biter, and I haven't heard that word in <laughs> ages. Yeah. And he's like, where's my cut of the check? I'm like, sweetie pie, this one move. <laughs> it's like a dice roll. Like, you did not come up with that, yeah. Benny. But it's really cute. And Benny and Raymond um, stop by to take her class. But it's actually Joey teaching class because Honey has all these videos lined up and she has these new jobs. Raymond is disappointed and so is Benny. Even though he won't admit it, he's like, this shit's whack anyway, let's bounce. So then we have another video shoot. Once again, Honey is the featured dancer. There's like a lot of body rolling going (laughs) on. I think it's supposed to take place in like a nightclub, but she's killing it. And that is when she gets her first check for $9,000. Pretty steep. Yeah, especially in 2003. Yeah. Later that evening, Honey's getting ready in her apartment. Gina shows up and she's like, where are we going tonight? But Honey is like, actually, I'm going to this club with Michael. Like, I'd love to bring you, but it's a work thing. And Gina insinuates that there's something more going on between her and Michael. But Honey's like, oh my gosh, no, he's my boss. This is just how the industry works. No. (laughs) Not to jump ahead, but no. (laughs) Yeah. And Gina's like, okay, well, in the real world, if a man is taking a woman out on a Friday night, in her hooker heels, and she can't bring her friend, then he's trying to get some ass. Yeah. And I'm like, you're correct. You do happen to be correct. Your intuitions are spot on. So we then go to Poppy Chulo's, which is like the drag club that they're going to that night. We have like drag queens, there's death drops happening, like all around looks like an amazing time. And Michael brings Honey to the VIP section where they meet up with... Genuine. Oh, oh my wow. god. Siri play pony. So he then recognizes her from the Jadakiss video. And he's like, You were like great, your dancing was awesome. And he tells Michael that they have to get her for his music video. Mm-hmm. Michael's like, absolutely, and we have a new choreographer for you. Honey. And Honey's like, uh, uh, what? Like, I just became a famous video girl. Like, and now I'm a choreographer. Oh my it's all God. happening so fast. She kind of like says an aside to Michael and she's like, I've never done this before. And Michael's like, she's got two videos lined up before she's doing yours. So by then she'll totally be a pro. Sure. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Just bring me into creating a uh, vma ready performances yeah for you know multiple dancers for a genuine video like yeah why not what she's 22 why can't she do it (laughs) tell me why she can't do it so honey is like i don't know what to say and michael's like say thank you michael you're the best and she's like thank you michael you're the best and i'm like fuck you michael you're You're the worst worst. anyways I hate this man. I hate this man. (laughs) Okay, so the next morning, Honey is walking outside when she runs into Raymond. He's sitting outside of Chaz's barbershop. What? He's a business owner? Oh, my God. He's a small business owner. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So Raymond says that his mom is like, you need to do something with your hair. 
And Honey's like, okay, like, what do you want? Like, do you want braids? Do you want this? Do you want that? And he's like, yeah, I want braids. So she takes them into the barbershop because he's, like, nervous and scared because yeah. he's, like, six years old. <laughs> and <laughs> Chaz talks to him. Uh-huh. He, like, tells him this little anecdote about, like, how he cut the other barber's hair for 20 minutes. So he's going to spend, like, 22 minutes on him to make sure he looks great. He's so oh, good I with love kids. It. Oh, my God. So Chaz tells Raymond, like, it's all chill. It's all good. And he, like, makes a reference to Honey being his mom. And she's like, I'm 22. Like, that would have made me, like, 14 when this kid was yeah. born. I'm not his mother. Um, And she says, they're just people's. Yeah, and Chaz is like, what? I've been trying to be peoples with her forever. And Raymond's like, well, I just have flow. <laughs> what? The lines on this kid. What? The audacity. <laughs> this man didn't want to get his hair braided two minutes ago, and now he's got flow. So cut to Raymond all braided up. Raymond's like, this is tight. And Chaz asks Raymond if it'd be tight to take Honey out to dinner. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And then Honey's like, well, I'm working Friday, and with shoots, I never know when I'm going to be off. And he's like, all right, well, just find out when you're not working and get at me. Honey goes with Raymond out of the shop, and the other barber <laughs> – he's super funny. The other yeah. barber is like, everyone, please pray. <laughs> Heavenly Father, please bless Chaz with game immediately. I'm like, Chaz is simply – drowning in game this man he it's all there it's all there he's so smooth it the problem is the the actual problem is in 2021 Mm -hmm. people don't like to be nice anymore like you don't meet a guy who's just like yeah like i'm mentally healthy and i like kids i maybe don't want to have them right now but like yeah i'm just like good with people because i'm i'm nice and i'm confident but not cocky yeah. You just don't meet people like that <laughs> anymore. No, you simply don't. Like the main men I feel that you see, which is why Peter K- Kavinsky, I feel like was such a, mm. you know, stole people's, blah, 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 took people's breath away because he was yeah. that nice guy who got, who gets right. along with your little sister, um, yeah. who will drive you to school, you know, does those things that kind of just like chivalry. Yeah. Instead of like totally fucking jughead Cole Sprouse ass, who is just like I'm, I don't fit in I'm, and I don't I'm anemic <laughs> and I don't know yeah fucking I got a tattoo yeah. and I wear a crown yeah like I I saw this tweet the other day and it was like it's wild that the priest from Fleabag is seen as like the sexiest man on earth because he just like listens when she talks yeah and I was like the bar. It's so low. It does make me think sometimes. I'm like, if I really, I mean, in another world, like mm-hmm. if I was single, if I really put my mind to it and I and I mm-hmm. searched and I scouted out, could I find like a nice, genuine, humble man? It's so hard. I <laughs> I don't know if it's just um, the men in New York are stink <laughs> as fuck or what. Speaking you know, as as a single person, it's pretty rough in these streets. <laughs> it's pretty hard. <laughs> I mean, I I don't I haven't like dated in like a while because you know pandemic. Yeah. Um. And even like when I first moved to Toronto, I was like, I'm settling and I'm not trying to 
go on a bunch of dates right now. So I don't really know what the dating scene is like here. But yeah, in New York, it's just it's just hard to find. <laughs> it's hard being Men alive that- sometimes. <laughs> Every day is a struggle. <laughs> it's just hard to be alive sometimes. Yeah, but um, this is a Chaz Stan podcast <laughs> is what we're trying to say. Yes, we like Chaz. He is a stable job. He he owns a small business, as we know. Mm-hmm. He is kind. He has friends. He he is involved in his community. He's athletic. Yes. He's healthy. Okay? He's a kind, driven, scrumptious little man. He's tall, too. <laughs> yes. I think. I had to guess. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know. But, yeah, we, we love him. And now we have to go into a really sad yeah, scene. Yeah, Okay, tone shift, tone shift. So after this haircut, Raymond doesn't have anyone to pick him up. So Honey's like, okay, like show me where you live and I'll walk you home, make sure you get home safe. Mm -hmm. So they go up to his apartment and she knocks on the door and Raymond's like, you don't have to wait, like you can go. And the mom like throws open the door and she's like, where have you been? Like who the fuck is this? There's a man like yelling in the background and Honey's like, oh, I'm his dance teacher. And the man is like, close the door. So she like pulls Raymond inside. And Honey explains that she just wanted to make sure that he got home safely. The mom is like really, really mad. And she's like, oh, you know, I would have loved to have spent the day with my son walking him around. But I was working for 12 hours. And then slams the door in Honey's face. Yeah. So Honey walks home. And on her way back, she sees Benny hanging out with the drug dealers and, like, slinging drugs and stuff. Yeah. And it's just shitty. Like, she feels like she let the kids down with her new, like, video jobs. Yeah. So the shoot the next day, Mm -hmm. I think it's – is it the first time that she's in charge of, like, choreographing a shoot? Yes. Yeah. So she's not really liking the way her choreography is coming out. And Michael tells her that, like, there's something missing and she needs to fix it. So Honey's like, Jesus fucking Christ. She just has everyone go to lunch. And during lunch, Honey actually watches. (laughs) Take notes, people. (laughs) Honey sees some people playing basketball on the other side of the fence. And she's like, oh, oh, my God, you're dribbling. Oh, my God. You're you're dribbling? You're shooting? That's a whoosh. Okay. Whoosh. Triple, triple. (laughs) And she starts making dance moves out of the athletes playing basketball. I don't know why I'm saying. Like, it's literally she's watching a game of pickup and being like. she's miming. "Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty treacherous to see. So (laughs) she incorporates these new ideas and – teaches the new choreography to the dancers and michael's like yes so then the next day you know honey gets home like crack of dawn she's sleeping when gina walks in she's like rise and shine we're going out to pick out my birthday dress today because they're you know going to atlantic city and honey is like i'm exhausted i got home at 6 a.m i don't want to go shopping here just take this it's like this beautiful black like Dolce and Gabbana dress that she got for free from the shoot and Gina's like you are giving me this like sweaty dress from this video shoot instead of going shopping with me like that fucking sucks 
walks out, but then does return immediately to take the dress. Yeah. As I would as well, because it's Dolce. I would too. And I'd also be like bummed that we weren't going to go shopping. Yeah. So that evening, Honey sees Raymond on the stoop and asks him what's up. And he tells Honey that he hasn't seen Benny in school. And that apparently his mom's boyfriend got into it with Benny and, like, busted his lip. So Honey takes Raymond to find him. There's, like, kind of a long montage of them walking through the streets Mm -hmm. looking for him. He's not at the deli. They go into a Chinese restaurant where they finally spotted Benny. Honey and Ray sit down. And Benny's like, I don't need your help. And she's like, well, you obviously can't go back to your apartment for a while. You need somewhere to stay. And Ray is like, oh, we should just go to my uncle's house. So Honey offers to take them. But Benny is like, you don't even care. Like, you don't even teach anymore. You're never around. And Honey is like, okay, well, then I guess I'm just going to have to ask somebody else to help me with Tweet's music video. And he's like, come again? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I could really use your expertise. A little bribery never hurt nobody. Yeah. And he's like, okay, yes, I'll be there. And Honey's like, okay, but only if you promise to go to school every day. And he agrees. So at the shoot, Honey is demonstrating some choreography in a harness. It's wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Raymond and Benny are watching. They're definitely like a little bit in awe being on the set and everything. So she gets, is it Tweet or Tweety? Her, the her like, full artist name is yeah. Tweety, but in the movie, they're just like, oh, yeah, Tweet, it's yeah. Tweet. So Tweet, since we're on a first name basis, <laughs> yeah, um, she gets into position and she, like, sings her song. At the end, she thinks Michael. And Benny tells Honey that he can totally do this for a living. You know, he had, like, a great time. But he mm-hmm. says, there's people that good things happen to, and there's people that good things don't happen to. That's just the way it goes. Damn. Damn. You're you're so young. You're so only 11. So young. It's it just heart. I mean, I know it's just a movie, but that sentiment is definitely not fictional. Yeah. To feel like. Totally. You know, sometimes people are born into things that like mm-hmm. help them throughout the rest of life and other people are just meant to be like not given those opportunities. It's hard to not feel like that. Yeah. So then Honey and Michael go to dinner and um, he's like, oh, how do you know the kids? Are they from the Fresh Air Fund, which is like a charity for kids in New York City? And she's like, no, like I teach them at the center. And she tells him that she has an idea for Genuine's music video that it would like be filled with kids instead of just like hot women. And they would all be like dressed like him and they would have like jewelry and like accessories and like everyone just be like dancing together and michael's like that sounds great i love that i'm gonna pitch it and she's like and if it works out like i would love to audition some of my kids and he's like oh so you're just trying to get your kids into show business and she says if their flavor is hot and it gets them off the street even better yeah michael's an asshole as we learn you know yes and we will continue to learn (laughs) He also speaks as if he um, is, like, from the hood or something. He puts on this oh, whole yeah, persona. Oh, yeah, he's fully, fully doing black scent the whole yeah. movie. It's very intense. They're, like, pounding it into yeah. you. So at the center, Benny is finally taking class, and Honey shows up. She's like, I got a brand new track for you guys. We're going to dance to this. And 
tells them about the open call for Genuine's music video. She's like, anyone who wants help, just let me know. Like, I'll rehearse with you. And everyone is really stoked. They're excited for this opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like she's a really really good person. Oh yeah, like she cares so much about these kids. Totally, I was not that mature at twenty two. No, not at all. And like I was reading that this whole like plot line of her wanting to like give back to her community and like teaching these kids was not in the original script. It was her. It was Jessica Alba's idea, and it was just supposed to be about like this girl who like becomes like a choreographer. Oh yeah, I definitely like this version better where. It's way more community-centric. I think that's what makes the movie, which is all right, really enjoyable to watch, is the interaction with the community. Totally. It gives it depth, which it wouldn't have. It was just like, I'm a girl and I'm like in the industry now, Mm -hmm. which is like still an amazing story. But like, I really like that they added this element. I think it adds a lot to the movie. So Honey is on her way home when she gets confronted by this man bb on the street um he is like in the crew that is like dealing drugs and um he tells her that you know they haven't seen benny in a while and they miss him and like tell him that we're looking for him and she's like i'm not gonna do that and he gets like really aggressive with her and i think he like puts his hand out to like stop her and he's like what did you just say to me and that's when Chaz steps in and um kind of goes head to head with bb and like threatens him if he doesn't leave honey alone yeah we find out that they also like knew each other and grew up together yeah and Chaz is kind of like decided to take a path that was you know more legal and kind of Mm -hmm. like consistent and bb chose to make as much money as he could through means that weren't so legal and so there's kind of like a dissonance between the two of them in the past that they've chosen and bb looks down Mm -hmm. on Chaz for taking, um, like, basically the straight road. Yeah. So BB leaves and Chaz asks how Honey got involved with him. He's like, he's really not a good person. I would avoid him. He's very dangerous. So Honey heads inside and then she kind of turns around and she's like, did I say thank you? And he offers to walk her upstairs and Honey's like, no, I can handle it. She immediately falls down, like, the third step. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's endearing. Yeah. I like that they added that little flourish. So then Honey shows up to the center the next day with Benny and Raymond. And there's like this construction crew there. And it turns out this like pipe burst. And now the city wants to do like a full inspection to see if the building is even like worth reopening. Horrible, very stressful situation. Yes. Honey and Chaz end up going on a real actual date. Honey is telling Chaz about Benny. And how much, you know, she loves seeing him come alive through dance and how she's worried about him getting into trouble. And as they're walking, Honey is like, oh, let's go in here to this club. Chaz is like, actually, I'm going to bring you somewhere else. And he takes her to his barber shop and they have this really intimate conversation. Mm -hmm. And he talks about his childhood and his neighborhood. And he's like, you know, I grew up around some not so great stuff, but... The old owner, I guess, of this barbershop took a chance on me and he actually let me like sweep and have an after school job and paid me directly from his own pocket. Like he didn't have any extra money on the payroll for me, but Mm -hmm. he stuck around and he kept working. And then when he passed away, he left the barbershop to Chaz. Yeah. Which is really beautiful. You know, he says that 
having the barbershop makes him happy, which is better than something that just makes him rich. And he's really lucky that he had this place to go to keep him out of trouble when he was young. And so Honey starts thinking about like what makes her happy. And then Chaz leans over and he's like, I'd love to be a part of making you happy. And they share a kiss. It's very sweet. Mm. The only thing I will hold against Chaz. Yeah. If you're going to bring her to your barbershop like for the date, I think that's really cute. But you're not, you're not even have like a cl- bottle of wine I there. I agree with you there. Some sort of beverage. Mm. Like just that small little touch I think would have pushed him over the edge in a good way. Yeah. Like if you had some wine or just like some type of like here's an acknowledgement that you knew we were going to come here. A candle. Yeah. Yeah. But we love Chaz. He, I think, should enter the Respectful King Hall of Fame. Definitely. Alongside Raymond the Lifeguard (laughs) and Ian Miller from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yes. And who are we just talking about? Peter Kavinsky? No, 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 no. The other guy. Oh, this isn't a movie. The priest from Fleabag. Oh, yeah. From Fleabag. Yes. Yeah. I want to put like, if I were a Y2K gal and I had a locker, I would put like pictures of Chaz in my locker. Oh, totally. So the next day, Honey walks her dog for the first time ever. And <laughs> how is this dog alive? I don't <laughs> know. Question. Honey's like, I work until 6 a.m. Where's the dog? The dog's dead. Yeah. The dog's dead. This is I think this is the only time we ever see this dog. For real. There are like a couple moments of her walking the dog and that's it. Yeah. So she's allegedly walking the dog and she sees a first sale sign on this building ends up going to the bank to inquire about the building the banker is like this costs a hundred seventy thousand dollars honey's like seventeen thousand down and she's like mm-hmm, exactly and honey's like all right well i can pay half now and i'll pay the other half in 30 days the banker is like what do you even want this building for you know it's empty it's a storefront on a bad block. And she's like, it's perfect for a dance studio, a dance school for the whole neighborhood. For the whole neighborhood. Oh I love it. I'm so glad that they added the storyline. Yeah, I can't it's imagine so it any other way. Yeah. So then we go to Honey and Michael and Genuine. They're all auditioning the kids for the music video. The kids are amazing. They kill it. They all get they all get cast essentially. Yeah. And Honey and Michael are kind of chatting afterwards, and he's like, "Oh, we have this meeting downtown later. Like, I'll come pick you up at seven. And she's like, "Oh, I I sorry, I can't. Like, I I'm going to Atlantic City for the weekend." And he's like, "Absolutely not. Um, we had this meeting, so I'll pick you up later." Excuse me, bitch. I hate this man. <laughs> In her apartment, Honey talks to Gina, and she tells her that she can't come to Atlantic City, but she tells her to have a great time, and she hears the doorbell ring. It's Michael. He comes up, gives her a kiss, gives her an invitation to Q Walker's black and white party, okay? And she's like, you said this was a business meeting. He's like, business and pleasure are the same thing. No, it's... Okay. What? It's not. It's It's literally the, the opposite of work. Play. Yeah. Antonyms. 
And yep. she's like, if I had known that this was just a party, I would be in Atlantic City right now. Yeah. So then stupid ass Michael tells her that it would be career suicide if she didn't go. Like all the hottest producers and choreographers are going to be there. Like she has to go. Honey goes to the party with Michael. You know, there's a red carpet there. So they do that. And um, while they're in the party, she asks to borrow his phone and like goes upstairs to make a call. She calls Gina and like wishes her happy birthday and tells him to have fun without her. And then Michael, like a fucking creep, is just like standing behind her and he's looking her up and down. And he's like, you know what I thought the first time I saw you? (laughs) How fine you are. And she's like, ha ha ha. That's just the cognac speaking because she's like a 22 year old girl just trying to do her job. And he goes up to her and he's like, oh, like, come on, honey. <laughs> and like tries to kiss her and like grabs her. And she's like, no, thank you. But he won't let go and he won't stop. And he's like, come on, come on. And so she manages to get out of his grasp and slaps him. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, you said that I was the best thing that ever happened to you. You said that you loved me, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I hate... Makes my skin crawl how much I hate this man. So Honey's like, yes, professionally, like, you afforded me opportunities that I was quite grateful for and -hmm. respectful of. Nothing in those contracts said I had to make out with your disgusting, rude jerk face yeah so michael's like that was all talk so you can get ahead in life like as if what she had led him on he he sounds like an incel yeah it's it's the inability to um see a woman as anything other than a sex object for me that's what it is i think hearing this like if i were in person today i'd be like you sound high off your ass like you sound ridiculous So Honey tries to leave, and he tells her to stay. It's a fancy party. You came in a fancy car. And she says she'll do him a favor and pretend like this never happened. Yeah, that's like a huge fucking favor. Yeah. He should not be allowed to be in charge. Because, like, who knows how many fucking girls he has pulled this shit on. Yeah, he definitely seems like a huge jerk off. Yeah. Who can't take a no for an answer. Yeah. But Honey shows up. To the music video shoot the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, she's rehearsing with the kids. Everything looks amazing. But she checks her watch to see that Michael has still not shown up and he's late. But he finally pulls up in his limo and gets in his director's chair and is like, all right, let's do a take. And so they start dancing. And literally two seconds in, he's like, cut. So he goes up to Honey and he's like, this whole kids thing is horrible. Gonna have to put the kibosh on that one. I want to make it, you know, more sexy, more real. And Katrina gets out of the car, comes up to Michael. Honey is like, please don't take this away. This is the one thing they're excited about. And Michael's like, pack it up, get him out. And she turns to him and she's like, if you want to fire the kids, you're going to fire them and explain why. And he's like, I don't owe you anything. Just such an asshole so honey has to go up to the kids and tell them that michael changed his mind and the kids are so disappointed yeah benny's like did you upset him like thanks a lot 
And I'm like, Benny, you don't understand the gravitas. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know the sexual harassment, the implications of this situation. It's really awful. And she's like, there'll be other chances. And he's like, no, there won't. Honestly, probably not for like kids. Yeah. So Benny then gets on the subway and he's with like his old pals. And they're like, oh, I thought you were a dancer now. And he's like, no, like the dance life is weak. And that's when they notice, like, these private school kids who are on the train. Yeah. And one dude tells Benny to, like, go steal his shoes. And Benny clearly does not want to, but peer pressure. So he goes up to these kids with his whole crew behind him. And then we cut to Benny and his friends, like, running out of the station with the shoes that he took from this kid. Yeah, it's not a good look. No. Cut to Honey at an audition. She's dancing and... The directors like whisper to each other and cross her name off a list. Yeah. So Honey and Chaz are like walking in the park and she's like, I can't book any jobs. Michael has completely blackballed me. Nobody wants to work with me. Yeah. She talks about how like since Michael gave her like her career, now he can like take it away. Mm -hmm. And Chaz is like, he didn't give you anything. Like you're the one who has the talent and the drive and like the ambition and the love for dance. And Honey's like, yeah, but I was just really counting on that money for my studio. Like, it could help so many kids. Ugh. Cut back to Benny, who is back on the street hanging with these guys. They make Benny go take the drugs to this guy in his car. Of course, it's an undercover cop. Everyone bolts, but the guy has, like, Benny's arm, so he can't get away. Yeah. So then Honey goes to the bank, and she asks for an extension. And the banker is like... I'm sorry, I already agreed to keep the property off the market for two weeks. There's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. And then we're having dinner at Honey's parents' house. A very nice apartment. apartment. (laughs) Yeah. Literally a a beautiful, large dining table. Mm -hmm. There's art on the walls. The furniture looks nice. I'm not saying they're wealthy, but I'm saying they're definitely like middle class. So I don't know why everyone's calling her a hood rat the entire movie. Yeah. Like, just because she's not living, like, off of Central Park. Like, I don't. Right. Doesn't track for me. But whatever. Yeah. So Honey asks her parents about the money for the studio. And her father's like, I'm sorry. You know, we don't have that kind of money right now. And her mom's like, even if we did, she's like, even if you did what? What? And her mother's like, I know that if you take on a commitment – you're never going to leave. You're 22. You don't know what you want. I'm like, that's kind of true. 22-year-olds don't know what they want. That is true, yeah. But she seems like to have a pretty good head on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. Honey explains to her mom, in this neighborhood, I wonder if it is this neighborhood or if it's like the neighborhood next door. Right, but yeah. in this neighborhood, the kids go from bad schools to bad homes and back again. But the center is a great place for them. I think... We mentioned this earlier, but, like, the center is having structural issues. Yeah, the kids in the neighborhood have, like, nowhere to go now. Mm -hmm. So then Honey goes back home where, taped to her door, she sees this note, and it says, hope it was a good meeting. And then a newspaper clipping with, like, a paparazzi picture of her and Michael, like, on the red carpet Mm -hmm. for the black and white party. So Honey goes to Gina's apartment And she, you know, tells her what happened and, like, how horrible she feels, and she apologizes. And Gina forgives her and says that 
when she saw that picture in the paper, the first thing she thought was, oh my God, she went to the black and white party and didn't bring me. Yeah. So she like really is the bigger person and just is like, I know you're sorry. It's okay. We're girls. And she says that she knows she's going places. And she just thought that since they're best friends, she would get to go too. But honey, like you're the one with the goods. You're the one that people want. You just have to trust and believe in yourself like I do. Yeah. So then Honey and Chaz are walking down the street, and she's still really stressed about losing the building because she can't come up with the money. But then she gets the idea to do a benefit performance Mm -hmm. so that they can fundraise. But she doesn't have a space. And Chaz is like, don't worry. (laughs) I'll make a call. And he manages to snag this empty church off the BQE for her to use. Yeah, he what really comes amazing through. problem solver. We love a, it. We love a problem solver, not a problem maker. Yes. Okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> Literally. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so they go to the performance space. Honey brings all of her kids there, and she tells them about her idea for a benefit performance. And the kids all work together to clean up the space and to hand out all these flyers. There's a montage of like the rehearsal of them doing the choreography, people giving donations, just getting ready and setting up for this amazing thing that they're going to do. Yeah. They like hand out flyers. They go visit like all the local businesses. Mm -hmm. Gina goes to the bank and like taps on the shoulder of like the (laughs) banker woman. And it's, it's kind of confusing. It's like, is that her mom? Yeah, like, they look they like have they a relationship? very much know each other. Yeah, but apparently not. Apparently they're just meeting for the first time. Yeah, it's like implied later on. Yeah. So Honey goes to Juvie to visit Benny. And Honey is like, so you're getting out tomorrow. You should come hang with me. Life doesn't have to be like this. And Benny is like, you don't even have a job or money. Damn. <laughs> okay, Benny. <laughs> Yeah. Honey is like, it breaks my heart seeing you sell yourself short like this. And he's like, okay, then get, like, get out. He's just really giving her a lot of pushback as she's like, yeah. I when you get out of here, I need you to come hang out with me and not like the goons that you're hanging out with right now. So before she leaves, she's like, just tell me this. How many of your homies came to see you? Think about that. So then we go to fucking creep of the year, Michael. Uh, He is in a meeting with amazing cameo, Missy Elliott. Pretty cool. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, Katrina's going to make your video so sexy. Like, it's going to be amazing. And Missy is like, who the fuck is Katrina? I said I wanted Honey Daniels. Mm. And he's like, no, no, like, just take a look at what we've been cooking up. And Katrina does this little like demo. booty shaking ass yeah. out <laughs> it's rough it looks fucking horrible and missy is like absolutely not and mocks her moves like missy elliott's whole character in this movie is like the feistiest person yeah and she's like when you get in touch with honey daniels call me and you call mc <laughs> hammer let him know you're stealing his stuff Michael get fucked. Michael get fucked. 2021 slash 2003. So Michael then approaches Honey on the street. Of course he does. And he quote unquote apologizes for the way that he handled things. And he's like, I want to make it up to you. I got you three new jobs. And she's like, 
Okay, so the artist asked for me specifically, and if you don't mm-hmm. get me, then they'll walk. And he's like, that is correct. But also, I want you back too. Okay. Liar. Liza Minnelli. Liar. Mm-hmm. So Michael says he'll pay her, and she's like, I don't want your money. But then he shows her the benefit flyer, and he's like, look, I will pay for the dance studio if you come back to work for me. And Honey tells him, love this line. Yeah. When I first met you, I thought you were 10 feet tall, and now you're this big. And she, like, yes. has her fingers very close together yeah. <laughs> and eyes him and tells him that she's going to get that studio on her own. Hell yes. We love a small business owner at this podcast. Hell yes. So Honey then goes to rehearsal where she finds <gasps> – Benny, he showed up and he shows Honey like this new choreography that he taught to the kids. It's (laughs) she's like, you pick that up in juvie? And he's like, that's right. I believe in making every experience (laughs) educational. Oh, man. I love little Romeo. Yeah, I love him too. (laughs) So at the benefit, Gina and The banker that she happens to know or doesn't know or is her mother maybe, (laughs) um, they go together. The woman from the bank tells Honey that Gina came by and told her about the benefit. And she does some banking for a couple of nonprofits that would be really interested in helping out with the studio. So she invited them. Wow. Yeah. And dad brings mom to the benefit. He doesn't tell her where they're going. How does the mom like not know, know about it? Yeah, I'm I'm Yeah. Suspending my disbelief, you know? Yeah. So Honey is backstage, like right before the show. She's having a moment freaking out. There's like a lot riding on her shoulders right now. And Benny's like, Don't worry, we have your back. Oh. So the house is packed, mom and dad show up, and Honey makes this lovely speech about how much this means to her and how much the kids love dance. And mm-hmm. it's not like just an activity. It's who they are. And she's really excited that they get to like share this piece of them. Also, Benny and Raymond's mom showed up. Yeah. Chaz is there, of course. The performance starts. It's that song. I think it's called I Believe. Yeah. I loved this song when I was a kid. I feel like I would listen to it all the time. I was a huge fan. But everyone is vibing. All the kids are dancing. They do like Benny's little choreography that he picked up in Juvie, I guess. (laughs) Lots of shoulder movements happening. A lot of shoulder movement. Yeah. Yeah. So there's um, after Benny's solo, when he's like moving and grooving, he walks upstage and these two dancers do a whole like tab routine. I was like, what? What? It's really good. The crowd goes wild. They bring Honey on stage and everyone hugs and cheers. The bankers are impressed. Tweety is there too and Honey spots her in the audience. And then Honey hugs her parents. Her mom is finally accepting that her daughter, you know, wants to be a good person and open up a community studio for her neighborhood. And... All in all, it's just a really huge success. At the end of the performance, (laughs) cut to outside. 
a limo pulls up. I actually thought it was going to be Michael. It's Missy mm-hmm. Elliott. She yeah. berates the shit out of her driver for not knowing where the BQE is. You big dummy, how the hell you don't know how to get to the BQE? Let me explain something to you. If you make me miss my hookup with Miss Honey Dames, I'm a straight barbecue your big bird looking men in black wanna be driving Miss Daisy ass. And she walks yeah. inside. It's like a really funny anecdote at the end. Yes, then we have a quick little credit scene where Missy Elliott the one and only yes. introduces Honey to the girl band Black, who you may recognize from Bring It On as the Clovers. And Missy pops in a CD so that Honey can start teaching them some new choreo. And then we see like the music video for their song, I'm Good, the remix. Mm. And that's the end of the movie. Yes. What a mm. ride. What a time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did like this movie. It wasn't like, oh, my God, amazing cinematography, direction. (laughs) But it just – sometimes you want to watch like a heartfelt movie about Mm -hmm. a community like coming together. And it's just a nice thing to watch. Yeah, totally. Like there's no world ending, no aliens coming down to Earth being like pew pew. Yeah. And I think like as far as dance movies go, like – is the dancing in this movie up to the caliber of, say, a step up? No, it's not. But I think that the story is solid. I enjoyed it. I found myself in a similar kind of thing. This is something that's been happening to me within the past, like, let's say three to four years when I watch School of Rock, <laughs> which is one of my top three favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And they do the Battle of the Bands. And I just, like, cry yeah. watching the kids because I'm like, it's like kids like finding their love for the arts and like performing and expressing themselves like that's really beautiful and i found myself in a very similar headspace not quite as intense oh i did start getting really emotional when i saw their performance at the end yeah during the benefit performance Mm -hmm. because like not to get super like mushy gushy but like the arts are really important especially when you're a kid and like yeah it gives so many kids who don't feel like they have a voice or a way to express themselves a way to do that. And it's really important that these kinds of programs are invested in because it's Definitely. only beneficial. Definitely. And that's my that's my TED Talk about arts in the community. Yeah, I totally agree. Even if it's fictional, you like to see kids doing something good and not mm-hmm. having a horrible time and like just being hormonal and angsty and yeah. shit. Like, you think about all the experiences in your life that let you explore, like, your artistic side or mm-hmm. just gave you more hope for the future. And it's, like, that's that for them. This benefit in the community center and this dance studio. Yeah, one thing that we've talked about a couple of times about how, like, now everything needs to be, like, a gritty remake or everything needs to be, like, dark and it's just not fun. And I think that this movie is – a pretty solid example of how you can have like more serious subject matter exactly but still make a movie that's not just like depressing and like and and, yeah yeah. it's it's still enjoyable and like definitely it still has light to it and it still has fun to it but it does have these like more serious themes Mm -hmm. and i just think they do a good job of showcasing community and how people in their community are mm-hmm. uplifting one another. Not to be like too tangential, but I do feel like 
a lot of the time when I see other people like myself who like went mm-hmm. to NYU maybe and decided to live in New York after and they're like these places are like gentrifying mm-hmm. or like lol like I gentrified this like technically like I did that too I'm like yeah that's not good but also like you are not involved in the community and I can't even say that about myself like that I am like I sh- I feel like I should be definitely more involved in the community but the fact that you're isolating yourself from the community adds right. to the gentrification it's not like you're even trying to integrate yourself into the community and Crown Heights mm-hmm. like for example is like a really robust community and a lot of traditions so if you are actually interested in integrating yourself like there are opportunities mm-hmm. for you totally yeah definitely implore anyone who lives in a city anyone who's moved to a city maybe something to consider looking at different organizations in your area seeing how you can get involved and help especially with kids and you know i know that there are probably a lot of organizations that need a lot of help right now to survive so if you are able to something to think about definitely shall we rate this film yeah let's rate it i'm thinking a 7.5 what are you thinking i was thinking like like a 6.5 to a 7 just because like i enjoyed it but i it's not like an all-time yeah it's not like an all-time fave but i was pleasantly surprised by it so maybe should we do like a 7 definitely 7 sounds good to me yeah if you're if you're in the mood for some dance some really great music i recommend yeah Yeah. really great soundtrack something down to earth are you in your early 20s or mid-20s and you feel kind of lost and directionless? This movie might be nice. Yeah, we could all take a page from Miss Honey Daniels because the ambition on yeah. this one. It's spectacular. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Yes, we really appreciate your patronage. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do so at Movies That Raised Us. Please subscribe on Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. Leave us a little rate, a review, a subscribe. You know, it's like a three-in-one combo. Yeah. Share it on your Instagram story. Tell a friend. Tell a coworker. Tell a lover. Tell your family. Tell your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. It's MTRU underscore pod and TikTok. It's Movies That Raised Us Pod. Mm-hmm. And you can email us at movies that raised us at gmail.com. Yes. And all links are in our link tree on Instagram. Yes. And we will see you next week for a new movie and a new theme month. Thank you so much for listening to Movies That Raised Us. I'm Mo. And I'm Christina. And our theme song is by Garrett Schmidt. Bye. Bye.